Welcome to Language Chats. This is a podcast for language lovers in Australia and beyond, where we share our experiences of language learning with you, as well as the stories of other Australians and a few international guests who love learning, working with and communicating using other languages. I'm Beck. And I'm Penny, and we'd like to begin by acknowledging the traditional owners of the land in which we are recording today, the Wadawurrung people and the Wurundjeri people, and we pay our respects to their elders past and present. Now, Penny, for a few weeks now, um, or a few episodes now, um, we have been mentioning our sponsor, Clothesmaster. I know. Um, and some of the features of the Clothesmaster app. Now, it's Clothesmaster, C-L-O-Z-E. M A S T E R. Did I get that right? Yes, you did. Clothesmaster. Yeah, so we've been talking about some of the features of that, and we just thought we'd give a little bit of a recap um, for those of you out there who maybe haven't listened to the last few episodes, um, but also maybe just want to hear about some of the cool things that you can do on the Clothesmaster app if you are a language learner. I know, and I think. First and foremost, we should start out with that it actually is free to sign up and get started, which I think is always a bonus and very important. Um, And the other thing that always stands out to me when we're talking about Clothes Master Beck is that it is best suited for that kind of upper beginner, lower intermediate or, you know, intermediate learners of the language because, you know, there aren't that many apps out there aimed at that kind of level. Yeah, exactly right. And I think, um, you know, it's it's a part of the like language learning spectrum that can really get missed um, when things are so focused on resources for beginners. So um, that is a really good thing to call out and it is definitely something that sets Clothesmaster apart from some of the other language learning apps that are out there. And they even say themselves that it's the app that you do after <laughs> you've been through Duolingo and you've had enough of Duolingo. You can try Clothesmaster. <laughs> um, also, like, huge range of languages, um, which is pretty impressive. There are over 50 languages available and over 100 language pairings too. So if you like to ladder your language learning, mm-hmm. laddering, um, as it's called, when you use one language that you've learnt to help you learn another one, um, then this is also a good app for doing that too. I think the close feature too is really worth pointing out so that having the the blank in the sentence, so the missing word that you need to fill in means that I think that you're always kind of practicing and learning words and sentences in context, so not kind of standalone words that might not make sense without that context around it. So that's something else I really like about the Close Master app. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't tried Clothesmaster yet, if this is all new to you, um, of course, if you, you can go back and listen to some of the last episodes where we've talked about some of these features um, along the way. Um, but you can, of course, download the Clothesmaster app, um, give it a go because it's free. Um, but also there are some pro features which are only available in the pro subscription and you can get a discount um, off the pro subscription for Clothesmaster by using the code LANGUAGELOVERS. Yay! So Yay. thank you, Clothesmaster, and we are so happy to have your support. So thank you again. So, Beck, another cool episode and the last episode for 2022. So I, I think know. it's a very appropriate uh, topic for this episode. The That's best right. gift giving guide for all the language learners and language lovers in our lives. 
That's right. And some of you who have been listening to Language Chats for a while, remember we did a similar episode last year before Christmas, um, before this festive time of year. Um, So you can also go back and listen to that episode if you want for some more recommendations because we've got to try and make sure that all of our recommendations this year are different. Um, (laughs) Although there might be some that pop up again and maybe just because they're very good ideas for gifts. Um, But We are full of thoughts and ideas about if you have somebody like us in your lives who's really into languages um, or if you are really into languages and you need to give maybe your friends, family, significant others um, ideas for what they could potentially gift to you, then this is the episode to get them to listen to. Yes, indeed, (laughs) indeed. So I know that books are always a big feature in your list, Beck, or in my list as well. Um, hmm. Are there any books that are kind of top of mind for you for this year to do with language learning? Well, I actually have – so this is a gift I've received previously, but I thought it was an excellent idea and it was a great gift. So I'm going to bring it up as a potential option um, for those of you out there who know somebody who's maybe at a higher level in the language that they're learning. Perhaps they've been studying it for a bit longer, their comprehension and their skills, their reading skills are a bit better um, and they need something that is a little bit of a challenge. Um, And that is that My husband bought me a couple of books a couple of years ago that were for films that we have seen that we loved that were in German and he actually bought me what is called, well, in German anyway, a film book and it's basically the screenplay in a book. Wow. So they were films that I know very well and enjoy a lot in language. Um, but then I had the screenplay to read um, and it was all, of course, in language too. And it's got a little preface at the start that tells you about like the making of the movie. Um, and then basically it just goes through to be like, it's like reading a play. That's amazing, Beck. Yeah. And I was like, what a great, I was like, this is the perfect gift for me. But awesome because it's great for trying to practice my reading and understanding Mm. in German because I I already know the story so I know what's happening and I remember some of the lines but you know of course when you're when you're watching a film you don't always you know you don't pick up on everything and especially if you are watching with subtitles you probably don't always pick up on all the in-language stuff as you're as you're viewing it but then once you've got the screenplay in front of you you can actually read it in a bit more detail but it's much more comprehensible because you kind of know what you're looking for in terms of what you're trying to understand and you can make better guesses at the words that you don't know so I was like what a great gift he's a very thoughtful gift buyer um but (laughs) it was um an excellent gift for for me at that stage so I mean am I right in thinking that possibly that these kind of things exist in multiple different languages for multiple different films and well, this is the thing. I actually, I'd never seen a book like that before when when he gifted these books to me. and But they were like, they were in novel form. So they looked like something that you would just buy at a okay. like, at a bookshop. And, and he just purchased them online and like had them delivered. Um, 
So I, I guess so. Yeah. Like, I, And I was like, maybe you just have to go searching for this stuff. But I would say, like, if you know somebody who has a film that they've seen in another language that they really love and it's the language that they're learning, um, and, yeah, maybe intermediate to advanced yeah. level, um, but maybe just go searching to see if you can find a screen play, a, the screenplay in language um, because it would seem that, yes, they are indeed published. And I think actually some of them are published so that they can be studied. So a bit oh, like how, like, you know, yes. when we were at school and you could get the, you know, the play, um, like, sorry, plays that we studied in, in English class or something, um, you know, like Shakespeare or um, or other more modern ones too, um, it's, it's just like that. But I just never thought about it like that for a film. But, of course, it makes total sense that you'd be able to get a screenplay like that. Yeah, that okay. sounds great. Mm. Good, good one, Beck's I husband. Know. I know. <laughs> well done, Christopher. <laughs> Yay. Um, a fun book that I've just finished listening to. Actually, I did it as an audio book, and um, I thought it'd make a really fun gift, especially if someone was dreaming or plotting a extend an extended trip. Overseas to Europe and particularly to Italy because it was about a family, an Australian family, um, who move across to Bologna for a couple of years. And it's written um, and the audiobook was read by the author, Kate Langbrook, who is a kind of like a radio personality, well, you know, a semi celebrity, I guess you would say, here in Melbourne, in Australia. She's very well known. She is. And anyway, I loved I loved the story because they, you know, they spent lots of time learning Italian and they really had a wonderful kind of immersive experience there and made a lot of Italian friends and travelled a lot in Italy and it has got me thinking and I thought that would be a fun gift for someone. Ooh, <laughs> yes, nothing like a big dose of inspiration, hey? So it's called Ciao Bella, Six Take Italy by Kate Langbrook. Okay, we'll pop a link to that in the show notes yes. as well. Very good. For something a bit more learning-based book-wise, a little while ago actually, I, well, we both came across the Coffee Break series. So the Coffee Break podcast has been something that we've talked about and, Beck, you even interviewed the, the founder of the Coffee Break series last year, the year before last. Ooh. Maybe yeah, a little longer yeah, yeah. ago. I know. Um, and they just do some amazing, amazing work. And this year they, they released a series of books. I think there's four languages available. I think French, Italian, German and Spanish is available. And they're little activity books. Um, so 50 kind of activities, 50 ideas to help you learn that language um and I think they sound really fun especially for someone who's who's into one of those languages and who may have listened to some of the podcast episodes I think they sound like a really great gift yeah I agree they sound like a a, an excellent gift and especially because I suppose the whole concept of the coffee break podcast is always like oh they're just little they're short episodes that you could listen to in a coffee break um and it sounds like their books are also about short activities you could do in a small amount of time so you don't have to like put aside an entire afternoon for um you know your language learning it can just be the small snippets of um of the small moments that you find in your day 
Um, so yeah, I think that's a that's a great call actually, and a and a very good gift for a language lover um, coming up this this festive season. If you know somebody who's learning one of those um, one of those languages, and of course, if you would like to um, hear more about the Coffee Break podcasts um, and Coffee Break languages, um, then you can zoom back to the episode that we did with Mark from Coffee Break. Um, we'll drop a link to that in the show notes as well. Yes, indeed. Mm. Um, what about uh, just on the, on the topic of books while we're while we're here? Penny, do you have any good ideas for people who are learning languages with their kids and maybe any books or resources that you can gift to them as a family? This, yes, um, <laughs> this is really fun series that I found. And I think the reason why it appealed was because the the books are bilingual and they're available in, I'm going to say a zillion different languages. That is completely <laughs> inaccurate. But you get the like it's, there's a lot of languages you can get these books in. And I want to get the title correct. So I'm just going to like quickly look this up very quickly. <laughs> Um, but they're kids' books and I think what makes them really cool is because they're bilingual, someone who is not fluent or a native speaker in that language can still read these books to their kids and enjoy them together. So it's the Fabulous Lost and Found series um, and you can buy those online. All the all the kind of online booksellers stock stock this series and I think – they would be a fun addition for that kind of preschool, primary school age child. Okay, awesome. That's a great idea. And also, I love the title. Yeah, I know. Well, we've got the Chinese and the Italian one here at home. Mm-hmm. And I think we might have to get the Vietnamese and the French one at some point. And stage do your kids well. enjoy using them? They or do. Or like with they you? Do. Really <laughs> the actual Italian one has not been gifted yet, so that is coming Ooh. out at Christmas time. Her yeah. block your ears. I know, I know. <laughs> You've given it away. <laughs> no fear. I don't think they listen to Mummy's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> they might one day. <laughs> Language love is in the making. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Especially with Christmas gifts like that. <laughs> Um, this is this is a bit of an, a, a jump, but I did find a book online that looked intriguing, um, and the title made me jump to it because it's called "Before the Coffee Gets Cold," and it made me think because you know we're talking about coffee break, um, and it's by a Japanese author Toshikazu Kawaguchi, and I just thought. It sounded really interesting. Have you heard about that book at all? I actually have, and I have a feeling we might have it at home. Wow. Um, have not read it, but I, I think we might actually have it floating somewhere around our apartment. That's amazing. Oh, well, mm. this could be the prompt to pull it out back and read it and tell me what it's like. <laughs> <laughs> it certainly could be. <laughs> so is it is it about like, is it is it going to inspire me to go to Japan again? Well, I think so, and that's. That's why there are a lot of books that I read and that I find that are kind of appeal to me because they're like that combination of, you know, language, culture, travel inspiration, all the things that just kind of go so well together and really for a gift are really lovely too because you can buy that for someone who you know that's got an interest but you don't need to know in depth what they're really after. Yes. Um, 
So it's, you know, set in a small back alley in Tokyo and it's a cafe that's been making coffee for 100 years. It's a bit of a fantasy thing because the customers get this opportunity to travel back in time and I think it's about, you know, if you had the choice, where would you travel to? Anyway, okay. so I think that's the basic basic premise. So I do love a good time travel story, I must say. And set in Tokyo, what's not to love? Oh. <laughs> Absolutely. I know. And now that travel is back on, it's back on, back on the yes. cards. Um, I know all the all the travelling dreams are ignited again. They are. Um Good recommendation. I like that. Okay, very good. Um, something else that I think would be a great gift for someone who enjoys watching film in other languages um, would be we're quite lucky in Australia anyway that we have some access to some great cinemas that show lots of good in-language um, film from around the world um, and there is nothing better than having some movie tickets gifted to you. Um, you can use them really anytime on anything you want but also if you do get them for a cinema where you know they have a good selection of in-language film available um, then perhaps consider um, getting someone a voucher um, or, yeah, maybe even particular tickets to a film that is upcoming um, if you know that they'd like to see it. But um, definitely film vouchers, great idea, or um, cinema membership, which yes. is actually like a often very good value and a good way to support your local cinema. Yes, because <laughs> a lot of the independent cinemas show some amazing films and host a lot of the in-language festivals as well. Yeah, so. exactly, especially in Australia, like certainly in the, you know, sort of main metropolitan cities, um, palace cinemas are a great option um, and they also have a very good value membership. So that can be a great idea as a gift for Christmas. Yeah, I love that. Mm. Um while we're talking about kind of events and cultural immersion, um, I know, Beck, that you have been to this in the past as well, but the So Frenchy, So Chic event that is held in Melbourne and also in Sydney in January um, looks like great fun. I went a long time ago, um, but I thought that would be a great um, gift, especially in the holiday season because it's in January, so you don't yeah. have to wait too long. Exactly. Do Enjoy the best Enjoy the best of the uh, Australian summer um, with the best of feeling like you're maybe in France, surrounded by French kind of modern music. Exactly. Um, yeah, a great idea also at a very fun event. That's really open to like kind of the whole, potentially the whole family too. It's usually, it's an yes. out, a big kind of outdoor event, like a festival. Um, and you can usually sort of almost like bring out a picnic rug and, and sit out on the grass and yeah, always a really fun day. Yeah, I did notice they've got kids kids tickets. Mm. So I was like, oh, maybe, maybe we should try and get along this year. Yeah. Um, what about some ideas for people who are really kind of into a language? They're learning a language and they I think <laughs> I think I'm answering my own question back, but I'm thinking <laughs> We have um, followed 
Lauren on Instagram for a long time through her work on the Polygot Station, with her work through the Language TV Club. Mm-hmm. She has an amazing collection of language lover gifts, apparel, merchandise on her Polyglot Station website. Mm-hmm. Um, the coolest stuff. So I think if anyone wants, you know, a T-shirt with some really cool things on it, not just T-shirts but beanies and jumpers and mugs and all sorts of things. right. Yep. Yeah. I, I love- actually have one of her mugs. <laughs> oh, do you? That's so cool. Yeah. I actually saw today too that she has um, – some earphones and on the earphones not earphones earbuds it's she's written or <laughs> they've got written on them time for some comprehensible input on it and I was just <laughs> like oh that's so cute <laughs> that's very cute and yes that would be a great gift for a language lover out there no matter what language they're learning um yeah love Lauren's work um we'll pop um some links in the show notes to where you can find all of um her stuff online um and where you can find out more about also the um the language tv club um which also actually would be a pretty good gift for somebody um, if they are learning one of the languages that's being offered. Um, it's kind of a club where people watch a TV show, sort of like a book club, right? Like people watch a TV show and then come together and, and chat about it. Um, and, yeah, sounds like a very, very cool idea. Um, I had another thought actually, Penny, about something that would be good for people who are learning a language um, and maybe looking for a slightly new and fun way to use their language skills and to maybe practice it with some other people they know who also speak the language. Um, And that is through board games, Mm -hmm. if that's your jam, um, or if it could be your jam. Um, your language learning jam even. Um, so I we have a couple of games in other languages um, which we've managed to source online and, and through a couple of uh, language stores like language bookshops in Australia. Um, but when you think about it, there are lots of really common board games that involve words so uh, you know not not thinking about things like chess of course where you we, you don't really need any any things to read or to follow um in the in the set but uh board games that involve you know cards and things that may have things written down where you have to follow some instructions and you need to interact with other people as you're doing it um things like scrabble or any other kind of board game like that that involves letters and words and all of the bits and pieces with language that mean that you might need to be able to both comprehend it um, but also use language with the other people who you are playing with um, can be a very fun way to get everybody together and get yourselves chatting in language too um, but also potentially very good Christmas gift. Yes, I love that idea. Yeah. Um, what about like a, a board game like Monopoly? Would that come in other languages? Oh, do you yeah. think? That Absolutely. Would, you know, hundred percent. I have definitely to... played Monopoly in French before. You played it in French. See, that would be so yeah. good. It was hard. Yes, <laughs> it was a good challenge, but hard at the time. It was like when I was like a teenager and I was on exchange, and oh, someone said, "Let's play Monopoly," and then I was like, "Oh my god, yeah, of course they have Monopoly in yep. another language." Um, but yeah, all the places were different. And, you know, it had a 
slightly different. I was like, oh, like, you know, different locations and they call all of the pieces different things and this is all part of the fun of yes. learning in the language. Yes, indeed. Mm. Mm. But, yeah, all things that I guess these days it's a lot easier to find this sort of stuff online so you yes. can kind of go searching. And maybe if you have a favourite board game that you play with friends, um, then you could try and find that board game in language learning. Totally. I love that idea. Mm. Um, a Another kind of language learner tool that um, some learners and lovers out there might like is a language learner planner, language learning planner. So I know the Intrepid Guide sells um, these lovely looking planners online. Michelle from the Intrepid Guide, um, shout out to her, lovely language lover AU member. Um, so we'll put a link in the show notes to those. But there are lots of other amazing planners out there as well. And I think especially with the holiday season being at the end of the year, it's a really lovely time to reflect on the year that's been and start to plan on the new year. And especially if you have some downtime over summer, if you're in the Southern Hemisphere, you know, what better way to pull out a planner and start plotting next year's language learning. Absolutely. And something which we shouldn't go past either is stationary. Now, People who, I have noticed, people who like languages or are into learning languages seem to, interestingly, also have a bit of a thing about stationery. Um, and I think if you are, if you don't want to go too specific on a particular kind of gift, whether it involves a language or not, um, maybe just look at getting someone a really nice notebook. Mm, I could yes. always do with another new notebook for my language learning endeavours. Um, but, yeah, never goes astray. Um, and for those who don't, like, don't write as much, um, obviously there's lots of digital options too for things that you could potentially contribute to or potentially help out your friend, family member, significant other within their language learning endeavours perhaps an app subscription, um, perhaps contribute to online lessons, um, anything like that too. It doesn't need to necessarily be something physical but something that could otherwise still be very useful to them. I think Maybe my husband they would... might be getting a, a Clothesmaster Pro subscription for oh, Christmas this year. A fantastic <laughs> idea. <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget as well, we mentioned at the start of the episode, but if you do decide to get a pro subscription for yourself or for somebody else, um, then you can get a discount off that using the code language lovers. Thanks to our sponsor, Clothesmaster. Yes, but I, I think, yes, help towards all the digital things in our life is always welcome. Mm. Great also if you do have to get a gift for somebody who you don't live very close to. Yes. Um, and if, if you are needing, issue. yes, exactly. No postage um, and they can use it straight away. Um, so, yeah, you know, because more and more these days we sometimes have very close people to us who are not next door. Sadly. That is right. That is right. Well, we would love to hear your thoughts and your ideas for all the amazing gifts for the language lovers and language learners in your life. So don't forget to let us know what you're buying this year or what you're hoping to receive. 
Yes, we always love hearing your ideas and please share the love um, because I'm sure we could all do with more um, more gift-giving ideas at this uh, busy time of year um, that is the lead-up to um, the end of December. Um, but, of course, if you want to share some of your ideas with our community, then you can join the Language Lovers AU community on Facebook. That's our Facebook group and it's where we all kind of hang out um, on the internet um, and where you can hang out with us too and um, interact with some other language-loving peeps from all around Australia and around the world. Um so do join us there. You can also find us on the internet, of course, too, in the usual places. We're on Instagram at languagelovers.au um, and you can also find out more about us and our podcast and what we do um, at our website, languagelovers.com.au. And don't forget, if you're enjoying listening to Language Chats, please take a moment and leave us a rating and review on the platform that you listen to us on. And we have another amazing review to share with us, to share with you in this episode. And it's from The Running Midwife. I am so excited to listen to these episodes. Penny and Beck are so relatable in their language journeys and honest in their experiences. Their language diversity allows for every language learner to take something away from their chats. I'm looking forward to learning from Beck and Penny and I can't wait for the next episode. So thanks so much for leaving that review, The Running Midwife. We really appreciate all your comments and lovely thoughts. That's right. Such a nice review. Thank you. So flattered. Um, <laughs> like, oh, imagine that, somebody learning things from us. I know. <laughs> <laughs> We're just two girls on a podcast. Um, <laughs> anyway, thank you for listening and we look forward to seeing you, well, seeing you, look forward to you hearing us, look forward to hearing from you. <laughs> <laughs> in 2023 I know. Um, <laughs> episode 80 back amazing milestone right well exactly um we can't wait to we can't wait to have you here for more episodes in the new year um and in the meantime have a wonderful festive season a safe one too um and thank you for being a listener of language chats thank you and we'll catch you in 2023 see you next time <laughs>